Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Director of the Center, and I'm here today again with Priscilla Weigel and our guest speaker, and we're very excited to do the second part of our podcast on therapeutic language and um, helping children understand their feelings better. And so, Priscilla, I'll have you introduce our guest. Okay. I'm pleased to introduce you to Colleen Dockendorf, one of our inclusion coaches here at the Center for Inclusive Child Care, and she has worked with children for many, many, many years and just has a great um, wealth of experience in working through this, this philosophy of how we use our language and the way that it truly can affect change in a positive way in a setting. And I think that we've talked about kind of the definition of that in, the, in, in our last podcast, but this one we're going to focus on some more specific strategies, some examples, some useful tools for folks. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, in speaking about therapeutic language, what I'm really talking about is this isn't just nice language. This isn't just a nice way to talk. You know, it's intentional. It's naming and taming some behaviors that we experience with children. Um, it's narrating. It's interpreting kind of what's happening around us and around our children. And it's, it's about wondering out loud. Mm-hmm. And when we say therapeutic language, I, I'm not saying that this is a qualified, you know, kind of piece of work as much as it is, is we are joining children mm-hmm. and it's a, a I love that yeah mm-hmm. yeah we're joining them and and this what what makes it therapeutic and and it's it's something it's a philosophy that you can hold on to mm-hmm. it's a it's a way you choose to talk it's an intentional way of being with children and I feel like you know we've all come into this we all are at a different you know work experience you know sure, we sure. all come from different places we all have different you know number of years under our belt doing this work right. but this is something that anyone can begin to to embrace yeah. you know it's something that all of a sudden the light bulb goes out like I'm gonna try this or or I've been doing this for years you know but that's what it's called or that's how I've been doing it mm-hmm. so so I like to kind of feel like this is it's intentional but it's also um, thought is thought exactly. you know, you are you are you, it is meaningful way to work with children mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so creating that understanding with children great that's a great introduction and a way to frame it for our listeners who may be unfamiliar with right. the terminology right you know an example of using therapeutic language or joining could be any play situation right. it could yeah. be any learning situation it doesn't have to just be surrounded around challenging behavior mm-hmm. um, therapeutic work and language and a being is really how it's a comfortable way of of life, you know, yeah. when you're kind of on this regulated place. But for example, your, you know, two children are playing with Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. One wants the pink Play-Doh, one and the other does as well, and, and sharing has become difficult, you know. As a joining model, you could walk over and not try to fix the situation as much as much as problem solve with them. Like, oh, you want the Play-Doh, and so does she want the Play-Doh. How can we figure this out? Mm-hmm. I see someone's face looks so angry, and someone else is laughing. What should we do about sharing Play-Doh? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it really brings them in. I'm not pointing fingers. Right. I'm not, not playing the blame game. Uh-uh. I'm not doing any detective work. Right. Who had it first? Right. You know, right. let's put the let's put it let's put it in, in reference that way as much as like, oh, something's happened. Let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's a therapeutic 
therapeutic joining kind of way of working. You know, instead of you taking the play-doh, cutting it in half, and giving them each a piece, right? Because right. then you'd be solving it. And then, what skills would you be teaching those? Exactly, and they may get to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, oftentimes mm -hmm. they want to say in what's going on. Right. You know what I mean? If if I'm not giving any or practicing any way of offering the control back, then we do dig our heels in. Then the child does not feel heard or understood. Right. But if you're able to go, hmm, let's do this together. Mm -hmm. It really is powerful. Right. And, I, and I didn't have to say consequences, and I didn't have to, if you don't, kind of language. It was more about, hmm, let's, let's do this together. Mm -hmm. you know? I wonder. Oh, I wonder. Yeah. And even that, that comment of coming up on a situation where two children are crying, and you really didn't see what yes. happened before. Exactly. And then you don't want to be, you can easily be pulled in by the child to say, he did it for, and then you see, I've observed this where teachers will be like, what he did? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well then, yeah. when really they didn't see the background, it's much safer yeah. all the way around to yes. say, I wonder why he'd be crying. Yeah. And in doing that, because we don't have enough eyes and arms right. to do everything that we're expected to do in, in early childhood or in its you know, home setting or child preschool setting, um, we don't have to know all the right. if ands and who did it first and what, where, why, when. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As much as hmm, let's let's work, let's look at this together. The um, you had triggered my memory for just a second there when when we don't we we also develop little liars exactly. if, we, if we ask for too many details. So I was just you know, yeah. And we're yeah. and really what we're doing with the wondering and the hmm. We, then you'll you'll notice yeah. a change in the whole environment, yeah. and that's yeah. something else we want to touch on too: is how this use of your words and your calm can change the whole environment. Right. Right. Well, and I was also thinking as you were speaking, it it allows you the opportunity to be better regulated too, because exactly. when you get pulled into who said what, and you you can often become also over aroused in that yes. whole situation. Sure. But when you're not getting pulled into the who did what when and right. all the emotion of it, right. then you can stay yep. better regulated. And we can we can we, we want our children to know rights from wrongs. We yeah. do. Right. But but for first we just want them to be able to um, to develop some skills. Right. So if we're always in there saying yes and no and I'll cut it down the middle Right, you know, or I'm putting it away if oh, you can't cooperate. Right. It's more about um, finding that spot with them, joining mm -hmm. them in that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that that's just powerful. Right, you know, oh, yeah. it's just helpful and powerful. Mm -hmm. Good, and yeah. that's and it helps so much. I think for that control piece because oftentimes in a power struggle, even reminding ourselves, the quickest way to diffuse that is to pull myself out of it. I'm the yeah. grown up. Yeah. And so I'm the one that, you know, does have the skills and the yeah. tools. So how can I help kids learn those same skills and tools? Well, and so when those situations come up and you're like, I better get this under control. Right. Yeah. I like us to just pull that word out of our brain right. and s replace it with soothe. I better soothe something yeah. so we can get to that next place. You know, that sense of regulatory work, you know what I mean, allows the child to have their inner voice also become stronger. If I'm using this joining language, if I'm trying to meet you where you're at, if I'm trying to look through your lens at what's going on, that child's skills develop, you know what I mean, and their inner voice starts to go, I'm fine, my teacher will help, yeah. you know, uh, I can tell by her voice mm -hmm. that this is something I can do, you know what I mean, all that regulatory stuff just kind of, kind of just flows back into them. 
you know. And I get it. We're human, and we can't always have everything in order. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. When you don't, you do not have to answer right away. You can say, oh, when kids are arguing about Play-Doh, a teacher has to think for a moment. What should I do? What can we do? You know, I feel like if we're under the... And this this is for parents as well. When you feel like, oh, I have to do something immediately, that's when we might say something like, Oh, you can't ride your bike for a year. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> you might throw right. out okay. something Can in there. Follow through with that. No, that is less right. helpful. You know. Yes. So if you feel like, and I feel like we say those things when we become disregarded, like, oh, emergency, high alert, I must do something. You know. But if we're like, okay, hold on. If I soothe the situation for all of us, we can get there, you know, and we can maybe just take some of the pressure off this timeline Mm -hmm. to make sure everyone's doing it today. Well, and I'm hearing from you uh, uh, a strategy uh, 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 as well as some of the other stuff you're saying is even just the the way your voice is used, the tone makes a big difference. Totally. Even if you don't have the answer, just how you're expressing Mm -hmm. makes a big difference. Exactly. Mm -hmm. In how Mm -hmm. the response of the children will be um, facilitated. You know, sometimes words don't come fast enough. Just staying near. Uh Just being present. Just, you know, holding on for a little bit. You know what I mean? It helps all of us kind of lose some of that vulnerability of doing what we should or what we shouldn't and allow us to, you know, not make a make a decision that we're going to either wish we didn't or say something that I wish I wouldn't have. It's more about, you know what, when I join, this is solely for the child. This is solely for the child to join. So their, you know, state of arousal, state of emotional, you know, regulation or dysregulation is managed is understood mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. connected to and that's just purposeful sure you know and it's something that they haven't figured out yet because they're just two or they're just three or they're just four when you right. think about how much experience they've had on right. earth as yeah. a human being as a verbal yeah walking talking human being it's a very short time when and we so when we say that therapeutic word it mm-hmm. isn't supposed to be a red flag word as much as a helpful tone right. a helpful way of being a philosophy that you choose to hold on to mm-hmm. so how could people listening practice that if it's sort of unfamiliar to them right right well I think part of it would be to give yourself some opportunity to think about what works and what doesn't Mm -hmm. you know what tone do you feel comfortable with what in your earlier experiences worked and didn't you know what I mean because we do fall back on what we know or what we've been exposed to or what we so this is like this is stepping out of the box for me yeah you know what I mean I think you need to take some time and wonder or think or imagine what you would love this to be for some other child, what you would love it to be in your classroom. How what kind of environment do you wish you could create? You know, and I think language is powerful. And in saying that, you have to think, you have to wonder, you have to be there for yourself, but it doesn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? And you can say something that you wish you wouldn't have, but that doesn't mean you can't come through the side door later and say, Oh kids, let's try this again. Right. This is what I'm this is what I want us to do with our Play-Doh. How about if, you know, yeah. oh, let's try that again, you guys. If you don't get your way, what can you say if it doesn't happen for you? And, and for example, things like kind of going back to those situations where you could reword it for the child. Right. We, you know, kind of have examples of you can't come to my birthday party. Sure. Well, what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. It really means you hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And, and and I need someone to help me address that. You know what I mean? Right. And those are comments that come up 
in our in our you're settings. You're not my best friend anymore. You're not my best yeah. friend anymore. Well, that your friend must have upset you. You know what I mean? Sometimes kids say that when your friends upset you. So when you think of some of the comments you've heard in the past and some of the things that happen in the environment you are, you can just allow yourself to do some rewording, yeah. to think about how how do I want my environment to feel, you know? How can I move away from having to be the classroom police or the classroom detective to being something a little bit more regulating, supportive, and it really helps launch kids into those situations where they can express their ideas and feelings. They are able to manage some empathy toward others. Mm -hmm. They are able to manage their frustration and disappointment because they have a background of language that's been practiced with them. Sure. You know, how can we send kids into places where they're more confident? How can we help kids feel more more well and ready for school and friendships? You know, these are all things that we are intentionally going to place in through our joining them. Excellent. And that, and that is a way I think we could wrap this up. Right. Well, oh. I just was, when you were talking about just those easy ways to practice, even yeah. just thinking about those words, joining, yeah. wondering, and soothing. Yeah. Just putting those right in the front of your brain as you yeah. start the day and think, yeah. maybe I didn't do it 100% of the time today, yeah. but I used each of those words today. <gasps> I'm moving forward. Create your own visual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put those words on your board. Yeah. You know, put those in a place where you can utilize them by looking up quick. In the cupboard. You bet. On a little post-it. You yeah. bet. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank this you, was great. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, this thank will you. be very useful to our listeners. I hope that, um, that they have found this to be a particular use when they're working with um, all their all their children in creating a positive environment. So mm -hmm. we're so happy that you were here with us today. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you too, Priscilla. Goodbye. That's all for now. See you next time.